Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> My name is Quincy. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And tonight we'll discuss the difference between a nice guy and a good guy, and we'll get crystallized for a hot second. But before I kick things off, let me explain how this show works for those who may be new to it. This show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, Simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. 
And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 716 out of 750 starts right after a word from one of my supporters. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcasts at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers, last 223,000 hours. My thanks to The Crystal Show for being down by law with T2Q. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. All right, so let me tell you how this show came about. Um, I'm on Facebook, and I'm reading through one of my favorite groups, The Real Love Community, hosted by one of everyone's favorite T2Q guests, Jay Mayo, from the Right to Real Love podcast. Go to righttorreallove.com and check him out. Awesome podcast. Um a contributor to his group by the name of Jayla Dash posted something that kind of sparked my brain cells to help formulate tonight's topic. She asked, what's the difference between a nice guy and a good man? And I sat back and I thought, well, wait a minute, is there a difference? You know, and after thinking about it, it made sense to me. You know, for years, most people, including myself, have used these titles interchangeably, but they shouldn't be. I mean, these are two different people. I mean, and think about it. We see it all the time. How many people at your job will bring you a cup of coffee from the break room or get your items off of the copy or machine, but will hide their face and drive past you if your car is stranded on the side of the road? You know, how many strangers, you know, people you never met will stop and help you and expect nothing in return other than a thank you. And that's what we're going to get into this evening, the difference between a nice guy and a good guy, you know, a good guy. So um, before we do that, let me go ahead and go to the phone lines. I have people holding to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, to welcome the man to black, making his way to the show legend. What's happening, man? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well, man. How you doing? Doing well, sir. Doing well. Okay. From the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, welcome on the show and force. Another show legend chiming in. My man Ray. Ray, what's happening, bro? Oops, it'll help if I took Ray off of mute. My bad. What's going on, Ray? Hey, KQ. Hey, Buck. How y'all doing tonight? What's doing what's well, up? man. Glad to have you All on. Right. And I'm going to stay in that area code, the Garden State of New Jersey. And welcome on the voice of reason. Long time since I heard from Miss Amanda. Amanda, what's going on? Hey Q. Hey Buck. Hey Ray. How's everybody tonight? Hey, what's up? Doing well. And you know you need to call in more often just so I can hear that Sam Cook. <laughs> <laughs> and to the nine oh four area code I go to Jacksonville, Florida. Unfortunately, she's not a show legend, but she may be one day if she continues. So she doesn't have any music, but I want to welcome on Will Lee to the Talk Q Radio Show. Will, what's going on? Hi, everybody. Hey, how you doing? Hi. 
Hello. I'm good. How's everybody doing tonight? We're doing great. Doing great. All right. So tonight's show won't be the usual. Well, it may be at times, but it may not be your typical Q&A forum that we normally have. It'd be more of a roundtable discussion, which means I may have more input as a speaker, more so than a, you know, a facilitator. Uh, there's not going to be a tweet chat that uh, goes on simultaneously with the show. Just kind of want to have the discussion. But before I do that, um, let's see. You know, we normally have the Get Crystallized section to discuss trending topics to start the show. Unfortunately, Crystal is sick, um, so I do wish her the best. I hope she feels better. But there is a topic from her website that I want to discuss. So for a brief second, we are going to get it's crystallized. It's time to get crystallized. Yeah, I know. Sorry not to dance with that. And, uh, okay, so I, I wonder if Crystal can sue me for playing that and she's not on here. Anyway, I'll worry about that later. Uh, so on GetCrystallized.net, uh, this is where you go to find trending topics, normally brought to you by Crystal Hickerson. But uh, she discussed a show that HBO is going to air very soon um, called Confederate. Now, I don't know if you all have heard about the show. But essentially, the show is is something that I guess is kind of creative. It it is basically what would the future have been like if the South would have won the Civil War and slavery remained legal. All right. So a lot of people are upset about it, saying that this show doesn't need to air. This is just something to get under the skin of black people and um, people from the left and upset them. But, I mean, a show is a show, and, you know, we have shows like this all all over. Um, I think there's a show, what is it called? I don't know if y'all have heard this show, The Man in High Castle or something, like what would have happened if Hitler had won World War II. Or, I mean, we have all these speculation type of shows. But, Willis, least I'll start with you first and just ask your opinion of the show Confederate, a show that explores what the future would have been like if the South would have won the Civil War and slavery remained legal. I mean, that's fair or foul. What do you think about that? Well, this is the first I'm hearing of this show. However, I'm telling you, I think that, first of all, they're going to put the show on whether we agree with it or not, okay? Right. It's going to make ratings. It's going to make money. Then they're going to put it on. But we've had, like you said, shows or programs, movies that speculate what if, Um before, but this is my concern. We already have history that's whitewashed, okay? So my concern is how accurate can a speculative show like that be when history is whitewashed already, you know? So I think it's probably just going to be adding on to the um, the misinformation that already is it's not it's or i think some of our history is already speculative as it is because of the whitewashing mm-hmm. okay okay and you make a good point there maybe things get further skewed and out of order and amanda what do you think about the idea of the show i mean yeah they have a right to air the show i don't want to make it seem like they don't have a right to air it but is it a good idea will it start 
um, some unwanted controversy? Is it opening Pandora's box? I don't know. I mean, for me, the history buff in me is interested to see kind of where they'll take it. Um, I myself, before I knew about any shows or movies, I would I would sometimes wonder, like as a kid, when I learned about slavery and the Civil War and things like that, I was like, well, what if the South had won? What would life be like? So part of me, the nerd in me, is interested to see kind of how they're going to put it together. Um, I know that they made a movie maybe 10 to 15 years ago that was like a, it was kind of like a spoof. I think it was called like Confederate States of America, where uh-huh. it kind of was like what would have happened if the South had won. Um, I, I, I mean, I can see where people are coming from that it could pose some concerns. It could start, especially with the climate of America right now. Um, I, I could understand the concern, but part of me, it, it could possibly spark a healthy dialogue to say, hey, you know what, all these people who are kind of stuck in, or I won't say it'll change the minds of the people who are already twisted and baffled already, but the people who maybe kind of don't get it, maybe they, it, it'll shed a light on certain things for them. And maybe for certain African Americans seeing the movie, or I'm sorry, seeing the show, it could make them appreciate the way things did go. So I can see some positives coming from it as well. That's a good point. That's a good point. And Ray, what's your two cents, man? I mean, is this any different than Django Unchained, you know, you just take something from a part of history and kind of make your own story out of it? No, I mean, I think um, it could be a good idea to open up discussion and have some dialogue on how things used to be. Because you have a lot of people now that get convinced by people who they think have more knowledge than them on how things are so bad. Things are not great, but compared to how our ancestors and stuff got treated, you have a hundred times the opportunity that they had. And for you to walk around and stand on the corner and not go to school and wreak havoc on your own people and stuff like that, sometimes these folks need to see what it was like back then. Because compared to back then, this is nothing. You can go where you want to go pretty much and, you know, enjoy yourself. It's not perfect, but it's a lot better than it was then. And I think being that the families are so broken throughout America, nobody really sits down and tells the kids the history. Like I talked to my parents and I talked to my grandparents when they were living, and you know, they would say a whole lot of things by, you know, picking cotton and not being able to have shoes and all this other kind of stuff, not being able to go to school to school started two, three months later. You know, I think that the young kids that don't have nobody to tell them any better or that they won't open up a history book to learn some of this stuff will be able to see it firsthand. Sometimes people got to get pissed off before they wake up. So I think they should air show. Okay. All right. Good points. Good points. And Buck, did I ask your opinion, man? No. Um, You know, the timing of this is kind of suspect 
to a certain extent. But, I mean, what if? You know, so, you know, they're going to play it regardless. They're going to play the show regardless. I mean, I can see, you know, I can see the argument. But, you know, it's just entertainment. So, you know, if you have young kids or something like that, they want to see the show, you know, just explain to them it's entertainment and, you know, this is what could have happened if, you know, things were different. So, um, you know, they're going to show it regardless. So, you know, it's no no different than any of the other stuff that we're seeing on TV now. You know, there's a lot of controversial controversial stuff on TV, and we still watch it. You know, you, you either... Watch it or you change the channel. That's something. Okay. And that's the remedy for just about everything on TV, if you ask me. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Exactly. And so well, we'll you, see what happens. You know, let me just um, try to – I just want to ask this. I, I, I agree. It's absolutely suspect, the timing. Because why this? You know, I don't see anybody – trying to make, uh, do a remake or a reinvention of the Holocaust. You know, what if the Jews overturned Hitler? Mm-hmm. You know? So why is it that they, you, you, you want to deny even that slavery happened? Why do you keep revisiting it? And, and isn't there a more constructive way to revisit it? Rather than reminding a group of people that they were subjugated and um, inferiorized, all right, this is not the time. You know, the climate is, is very volatile right now with the presidency and, you know, the, the constituents that support him. This, this, what is this, miniseries or a movie, you know? This is not the time. Mm-hmm. I do agree to a certain point about when people do get angry, but so many things have, if people get angry, then they might wake up. But how many people, how many things have happened that have caused like uh, intense anger and people are still asleep? A movie isn't, I don't think it's going to generate that kind of anger or the kind of, uh, uh, Awakeness that that we need as a group of people. Not this movie, I don't think. All right. Well, um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a TV series. Um, I don't know if it's a limited series, and I'm not aware of it being one. I think it's going to be a normal series. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the writers from Game of Thrones, uh, mm-hmm. or yeah, or one of the producers from Game of Thrones, I think is. That's doing it. It's two white guys. Yeah, two white guys, but they are consulting with two non-white producers. Uh, I mean, so we'll see how it goes. And a lot of people are going to be upset. There's going to be a lot of noise being made. And I mean, I don't know if we need to be further agitated in this country or not. But anything that gets the discussion going, I guess we'll get it going. Uh, maybe well, we somebody may be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, maybe yeah. pleasantly surprised. You know, it might it might not be the typical, you know, um, what we expect. So we'll just have to wait mm-hmm. till it comes out. Maybe you'll, you'll have to have a show about it when it comes out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to yep. try to make sure to watch it, the first episode, mm-hmm. see what it's about. And 
maybe someone black should have done a show of uh, people from Africa turning whites into slaves and coming to this country. How would that have been? I mean, you know, someone maybe should have thought of something else first. Or what if the Native Americans... It probably uh, wouldn't get any funding. (laughs) Right, probably. I was going to say, what if the Native Americans, you know, fought the people so when they got off the boat? What if the Native Americans, you know, killed them all when they came uh, ashore? You know? (laughs) So... Yeah, that would definitely have to be a mini series. That wouldn't last long. Then we should have to redo the the Mexicans too. There's a lot more movies the other way. There's a lot more movies the other way than that than this way. Well, I mean, you think about it like this. I mean, we we hit on about four or five movies right there. You know, yep. maybe the Indians to come out with you know since Confederate come out, well, the Indians just start blasting all these jokers away, and they never did take the land. They took, you know, mm-hmm. threw, their, threw their dead asses back on the ship <laughs> and threw them back out there. So, no I mean, they could have very well easily gone that way. Exactly. No Thanksgiving, no Christmas. We all walk around in gra- grass and chilling. So, and no climate you know, change it, either. Well, <laughs> well, well, see, personally, I think that um, when something like this comes out, it makes people that are generations removed from that whether it's it's white people or whether it's black, understand that you may have some people in college say, man, you know, I don't condone this. You know, if this is what our ancestors did, we got to make sure that we let people know that we don't stand for this. They can change how they feel. It don't have to Mm -hmm. be all the way negative. I mean, when, 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 uh, what's, uh, the guy named, Nate Parker made the the uh the Nat Turner movie. Nobody was saying mm-hmm. all this Nat, you know. I mean, it was some controversy with it, but people should be allowed to make what they want to make in America. Now, as y'all mm-hmm. saying, I know it's in joking terms, but just like the NWA uh movie did well. Now the Tupac and all these massive P, everybody getting their story together because it's making money. Maybe people will follow suit after this, but you shouldn't stop people from telling their story. First, we want to say, oh, they don't want to talk about the history. Then when they want to talk about the history, we want to tell what they can talk about. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, well, what happened to Underground? I haven't seen that one episode because it wasn't offered it got where canceled. I live. I know it got canceled. What What happened? Why? I don't know. I watched. Hey, um, it was a good show, though. Season. Yeah, I think I watched yeah, the first season and I got behind. But um, I enjoyed what I saw. But once, once again, Oprah Winfrey got a network. I ain't telling the sister what to do with her money, but uh-huh. we we can't always look at somebody else and say, "Well, why didn't they do shit?" She's the richest African American in America, and she has a network. So the show worth keeping, she can pick it up easily. I mean, she doesn't I want to pick it, it up because she show. said it's two episodes. She said the episodes are too expensive. Hey, ain't no such thing as expensive. You got four billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with you there. But like I said, we'll see how the show goes and. Um, Everyone, uh, I guess at some point, yeah, maybe I will have to have a show about it. But 
Want to get more information on that? Go to getcrystallized.net. Check out some of the other things she has to offer with uh, blog posts on R. Kelly, Justin Bieber. You can find it all at getcrystallized.net. All right, so we'll go ahead and jump into the main main topic. And I guess first of all, and Amanda, I'll start with you. Uh, do you think that being a nice guy and being a good guy are two different things? Initially, when I saw or when Ray told me about the, the show topic and then I, I saw you post a question online, I was like, it's just semantics. I don't see what the big difference is. Like, if somebody, if you told me, hey, I have a friend that I want you to meet, and I'm like, oh, Q, what's he like? And you're like, oh, he's a nice guy. I'm not thinking anything negative. Some people, maybe they get a negative thought. Like, if you say, oh, Uh he's a good guy or a good man or nice guy, no matter which one of those phrases you use, I wouldn't think anything negative or think anything different if you said he's a good man or he's a nice guy. To me, it wouldn't matter in that context. But I think for some people, I mean, you have the phrase, like, nice guys always finish last. So right. I think that for some people, oh, a nice guy, like some men, they don't want to be called nice because it sounds like they're a pushover or, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to just let somebody walk all over them. But, you know, so they don't want to be a nice guy, but they might right. be a good man where he takes care of his bills, he takes care of his responsibilities, he's faithful, he's honest, he's loyal. So I can see where if you want to just play the game and say there's a difference. But me personally, if you said, hey, my brother is a nice guy, you should meet him, I'm not thinking, oh, I'm going to walk all over him, me personally. Okay, okay. I mean, and that's and you gave some good examples there because, you know, a nice guy is far from a bad boy, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's good for a woman. You know, because nice guys aren't always authentic. They usually don't have a lot of confidence. They can be overbearing at times due to their insecure nature, whereas a good guy is somewhat a balance between a bad boy and a nice guy, so to speak. You know, he'll tell you the truth, even if it hurts. He doesn't need to be validated by anyone. And his character allows him to be a natural leader. And so, you know, after kind of there was somewhat of a difference and so taking the examples that Amanda just gave Willis, you know when she said that a nice guy might be a pushover or something of that nature uh, do you think that women should avoid nice guys I think that um, the difference between a nice guy and a good man is um, a good man is a man of action, you know? Um, okay. A good man isn't looking to – I think a good man knows who he is, so he's coming to the table prepared, whereas a nice guy is just trying to please. That's why everybody thinks he's a nice guy, you know? Anybody who's trying to please everyone, people always think they're nice, but they usually aren't in the next step of, of their life, Right. So if they wanted to be in a relationship, they're always a nice guy. Okay. And it goes for women too. Oh, she's a nice girl. So I think that 
it's not that you know, your question is should women go for nice guys? I think women think that they want a nice guy, but what they really want is a good man. Okay? I think a nice guy can graduate to becoming a good man once he puts all of his, if, like you said, he has to be authentic. Okay? So you don't have to be nice to be authentic. You're not being mean, but you're just being authentic. You're being true to yourself, your character. You have self-respect. Okay, and in that, you also respect, you know, the, the, your counterpart. Lying to someone or being nice by just not to hurt their feelings isn't just being, you're going to be nice, but that it doesn't develop anything. So I, I see, like when you asked me to do the show, I was pretty much thinking the same thing. I was like, well, is there really a difference? And right. I realized, I said, you know what, there is a difference. Because you said... I think the title was a nice guy, good guy. But really what it is, the way I see it, is nice guy, good man. Because I think if you find a nice guy and he can develop the confidence to be himself, and sometimes guys meet women that bring that out in them, you know? And then I think that they actually develop into good men because then they find themselves, okay? But if a man doesn't know who he is, then he's just always going to be a nice guy, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good point. And I think that, uh, I mean, like, like like Amanda said, you know, some people may look at this as semantics and, you know, just wordplay or something, but I do think there's something to like what you just said, you know, a nice guy or a good man. I do think that there is a difference. Like, for example, and Ray, I'll throw this at you because I'm pretty sure you've been in a position where you've done this before in your life. You know, if you buy a drink for a woman at the bar and you do that, of course, because, you know, you hope that she talks to you. But if she just says thank you and takes the drink off, a nice guy is going to be upset by that because he felt like he deserved something for his efforts. Whereas a good man wanted to buy the drink because he was being nice to begin with. I mean, do you agree with that? Um, to a certain extent, probably, probably so, but you know, my brother always taught me, don't never buy a drink until you find out what's going on. Told me that. <laughs> you know, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 the thing about it is, a lot of guys think it's a social thing to do, even even before I got married and all that. If I'm talking to somebody and we in the place where we can get a drink, I'm talking to you first. After we develop a conversation and we uh exchange numbers and all this and that, now if you want to hang out and chill and talk, then I don't mind buying a drink. But you gonna buy the next one? Cause if you can't buy the next one, then we we don't have no agreement. You, you know what I'm saying? Why why should why should I trick off on you all night long for what? If you working and you got money and everything else, why can't you buy the next one? So oh, I can buy you drinks, but you can't buy me none. No, it ain't gonna work like that. And when you look around the room. And you see that you ain't the only female in here. You ain't the only hot female in here. 
you can you can go somewhere else if you want to. That's all right too. But you can't let somebody get over on you. That's how I feel. I mean, a nice guy to me is is somebody who wants to get along and wants to agree to everything. And uh-huh. to me, that's a bad that's a bad thing. Now, a good guy is a guy like some of the points y'all described. You know, you're a good guy. You do what you're supposed to do for the most part because ain't nobody perfect, but you do what you're supposed to do. You try to do what's right, and you're just an all-around good-natured person. If you say, well, okay, somebody needs help, you don't mind stopping and helping them. Now, a nice guy is somebody, well, even if it's something that he does not agree with, he'll do it anyway. He'll take a girl to a sushi restaurant, and he don't eat fish. You know, that kind of thing. Well, right. you know, she likes it. I don't mind anything she wants to do. Go and see some um, crazy movie that she don't want to, you don't want to see, but she wants to see. It, I mean, it's a such thing as compromising this another to doing something that you totally don't want to see. I mean, my wife had to go to movies by herself sometimes. I forgot what the name of that movie was now they went to go see, but I had no interest in it. But Beauty and the Beast. No, what's that old big head movie you went to go see? Sausage Party. Yeah, Sausage Party. I had no interest in that. You know <laughs> what I mean? You made so, hey. Sausage Party by herself, right? No, I mean she was a mom and brother, I believe it was. No, but... I went with them to see Jungle Book. I went by myself to oh. see Sausage Sausage Party. <laughs> oh, okay, but you know Jungle Book and all that kind of stuff. No, I mean, it ain't I ain't really interested in that. So, you know, it ain't a matter of compromise. We gonna compromise on these new joints coming out, kidnapped, uh, Dark Tower, Detroit. We gonna have to compromise. Yeah, I'm waiting on I'm 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 all for. See, I like dramas and movies like that. All this Matrix and stuff like that, it keep that. I ain't interested in seeing none of it. But, you know, it's just you got to have compromise. The difference between but what I was saying about a nice guy, a nice guy is a guy that just wants to get along. And to me, a woman don't respect a guy that does not have his own opinion. That's a great point. Or will, or, or will change his opinion. On a whim, just because somebody else wants him to. That's a great point, and I'm gonna give some characteristics about a nice guy. Kind of build on that, you know. A nice guy will bend over backwards to please his woman um, because he's either definitely afraid of losing her, or because you know he expects something in return. Uh, he doesn't have a leadership ability because he subscribes to the happy wife, happy life mentality. That essentially means that decisions will revolve around her and he doesn't have to make any, you know, no bad choices if you're not making the decisions. And because of that lack of leadership ability, it's doubtful that any respect will be gained um, and she'll ultimately lose respect for him and run over him. Uh, he right there. Let me start right there and go back to um, Amanda for a second. Amanda, how important is is it for a woman to have respect for her man? I mean, I've heard people say all the time, well, not all the time, but I've heard people say many times, uh, I can be a handful and I need a man who's not going to let me run over him. And it, it sounds like a strange statement from, you know, just listening to it, but 
it kind of makes a lot of sense. If a woman has a guy she can run over, and ultimately she doesn't respect him and doesn't need him, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you want you want to be with somebody who's willing to – you don't want to be with a dictator, but you want somebody who's going to take the lead and tell you when you're wrong, you know, or tell you, hey, this is – just literally not you – don't, you don't want somebody that you can run over. You don't want somebody that is – for me, I don't want somebody that's just going to be a yes man. I want somebody that's going to say, hey, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think this is a good idea – and that brings something to the table. I could, you know, I could give myself bad advice, but I need somebody that's going to say, hey, you know, this is what you mentioned, but I think this will be a better idea. You know, why don't we hold off on this because of, you know, whatever, whatever. Somebody that will hear you out, but also isn't afraid of giving his input on a situation. So you don't want somebody that is, just going to agree with you just for the sake of it when they knew the whole time that it was a bad idea. Okay. Okay. All right. And another thing is a nice guy will lack confidence because he needs to be validated by women. And Buck, what do you think about that, man? Um, If a guy has to be validated by the woman he's dating, you know, he doesn't feel like a man unless she makes him feel like a man. I mean, that's trouble from the get go, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to be on top of your game at all times. So, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't see why you would come in there sideways or diagonal and trying to do, you know, just trying to please. And that it's just not the way to go. You got to stand. You got to be, you know, be upfront and not, you know, just try to be nice just for the sake of being nice. Sometimes you just got to be bold. You know, you can't just. It can't settle. You got to stand up for what you believe in. If you don't, you get run over. Period. Okay. And well, least, uh, can you speak on as far as as a as a woman? How do you feel about men who are confident? You know, not arrogant, but confident. Confidence is is the key. You don't want somebody that's arrogant. Okay, somebody that's arrogant, you can't speak with. You know, they kind of speak to you. Okay, so that you can't have a partnership with an arrogant person. Okay, they're already having a relationship with themselves. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> confidence is something that's very attractive um, to both sexes. You know, men meet a confident woman. You know, typically I, I hear um, men like that, but in reality, sometimes people also say that a confident woman intimidates men. But in the respect of where, what we're speaking of tonight, it makes sense that if you, if, you find, if you find a good man, a woman's confidence is going to be appreciated, you know, as opposed to a nice, man, a nice guy. Um, he's, he's going to feel threatened by that confidence. You know, so confidence uh, in a man or a woman is always very attractive. You want to be dealing with someone who knows who they are, who has a plan. You know, we don't know everything, but but we can formulate plans. We can uh, have some backup, and, and we know that, you know, no matter what comes our way, we're going to be able to to get to, get to the other side. Okay. It's very secure. It's a very secure feeling to know. You, know, you don't know what life's going to bring you, but when – you're with someone that's confident. You're confident. 
you have confidence in each other, then I think it makes for a powerful relationship. No doubt. No doubt. Good point. And, Ray, um, I think you might have mentioned this earlier. A nice guy will say what you want to hear, you know, as opposed to what you need to hear, as opposed to the truth. Oh, yeah, absolutely. These guys, you know, they just want to agree and they just want to get along. And then, you know, like a lot of times when I'm in the store, I run across, I see a couple while I'm shopping, and I see a guy that's just <clears throat> lost all hope. Look like he's been married about, you know, 25, 30 years. Wife just be talking, come here, I'll bring the card over here. Charles, don't do this, don't do that. He just just got his head straight like he's looking out of glassy eyes, doing everything she say do. You've been in the aisle for five minutes. You ain't heard nobody's voice but hers, and he just doing whatever she say do. And, it, and when he it gets like, to that kill me point, now, huh? you know, I mean, you, I mean, next time you're in the store, you look at some of these guys. Sometimes they look like they just worn down mentally, and they gave up on all their hopes, all their dreams. It's whatever she wants, and that's it. One guy I worked with once told me his wife to have his whole check as long as she leaves him alone. And I said, what? <laughs> yeah, that man was defeated. <laughs> you know, and, and it's it's just, you know, it, it shouldn't be like that. You had guys that, I don't know, well, what do you want to watch? I don't know. Whatever you want to watch, we'll watch. You had moments where you're not particular about what you want to watch, but everybody has their shows. Everybody has their movies. Everybody has their favorite foods that they like to go and eat. You know, if we went where you want to go last time, and maybe we'll go one more time where you want to go, but you could bet your ass I'm going to come back around to where I want to go. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's only right. But you, whatever you want, honey, whatever you want, honey, sure, honey, you know, buy some kind of uh, bitch mobile that you want to ride around in. No, we got if we got to have a compromise. A mini you understand? Oh well, yeah, something like that. Listen, in our cases, you know, you get whatever kind of car you want, and you know, you ride in it primarily, and that's fine. But if you got one vehicle, no, you can't get nothing that that only a female will ride around in. You know what I'm saying? That's just crazy. But you had guys to do that. Whatever she wants. Guy riding around in the car with what's that chick name off? Uh, Betty Boo uh stuff on it and stuff like that. <laughs> so that that's a nice guy. Nice guy doesn't need to do that, man. I mean, to me, you gotta have your own opinion because you have to be able to get along with yourself before you can get along with anybody else. So let's look at that for a second. Let's look at that because that's very interesting because um, let's look at this couple that you just spoke about. When they first met, you know, he was trying to be a nice guy. He wanted her, right? So she probably loved it that he let her have her way. Okay, so she's just like, this is wonderful. But when things change and you get married, responsibilities change, right? So now... She's created her own living hell because now she probably is resentful because she feels like she's the one who has to make all the decisions, okay? 
So I mean, I could you know when you were describing how she was speaking to him, I could I could hear it because we've all heard conversations like that, right? That one side conversation, the guy's just following along, he's carrying her purse, you know. So they both created this situation, you know, and it's kind of dangerous in a way because one day some of these guys do rebel, all right. So either they'll rebel and they'll just like leave the marriage, or it'll turn the other way around altogether. He'll be the one calling the shots from there on in. You know, so I just thought that was just what I was imagining when you were talking. I was imagining that Bundy. But uh <laughs> I didn't want to say that part. <laughs> but I totally understand what he's talking about though. But you but you know it yeah. it's supposed to be Compromise, and I think a lot of people when they date, they don't actually look at the person that they're dating. They see other things, you know, like oh, I just want to be with this person, and they get something in their head and they go with it instead of saying, okay, we go out to dinner. I'm looking at how you speak to the waitress. I go to your house. I look at how you talk to your mama. I look at how you talk to your friends. You know, all that, because you can treat me any way you want to, but if you're a bitch to everybody else, what are you ultimately? You see what I'm saying? Right. And enough people don't look at it like that. Okay. All right. Well, um, I mean, that's just some of the characteristics of a nice guy. That, you know, and then they, they, they have ulterior motives. Okay, he's nice to you because he expects something in return, kind of like I mentioned earlier about buying the drink. And if you don't reciprocate his efforts, then he's going to look at you as being ungrateful or unworthy of his time and actions because this is the guy who's saying, who's putting himself out there, okay? He's letting you walk over him. He's giving you what you want. And if you don't give him back what he's looking for in return, then he feels some kind of way about it, you know, whereas... When we look at the good guy, the good guy does nice things because he has character, because he lives by a certain code that you're supposed to help people. For example, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of times someone you've never met will offer to help you simply just to help. You know, they'll help you change a tire, not because they're looking for a few dollars or trying to get your number or anything like that, because they see someone who's in distress. Um, a good a good guy will show his intent. They won't leave you wondering if you're trying to be their friend or not. Uh, if they're interested in you as far as a relationship, you'll know it up front because they're confident and they don't fear rejection. And they also have boundaries. And let me back up a little bit and go to Amanda. Amanda, how important is it for, well, we've kind of talked about the other side of things. But um, can you speak on the importance of a man having boundaries, the type of guy who has a line that he won't let you cross? You know, for example, if um, if you're somewhere out and about and you're clowning a waitress or a waiter at a restaurant over your order being wrong and he decides to intervene to kind of calm you down a little bit. I mean, how do you feel about someone that has a certain standard that they try to maintain? I think everyone should have standards, and I think they should stick to it. I mean, you don't have to be 
super rigid to where, you know, a zero tolerance type person. But if it's certain things that you don't tolerate or you don't believe in, for instance, I was always a person that I didn't believe in living together or shacking up before I was married. I never, there was never a person that I met that made me say, oh, I'm going to do that. So I made it clear when I met Ray that, hey, this is, this is something I'm serious about. If you know, if we want to take it further, you want me to come to New Jersey. This is what we have to do. We have to be legal. It has to be on paper. All this and that. So I feel like whatever it is, if it's that you don't like a woman who loud talks you in public, or a woman who's cursing and you know acting crazy in public, whatever it may be, you have to you know as soon as you see signs of that, you have to nip it in the bud right away because you can't be talking about it you know, months and months down the line after you've been seeing the same behavior because at that point you could you you can't stop it now because she's become accustomed that she can act however she wants when you all are together. So as soon as you see something you don't like, it doesn't make you a jerk for pointing out, hey, you know, I think there's a better way you could have handled that. Or if you say, hey, that was a turn off to me, you know, I feel like you didn't have to react the way you did. There's, I I would be turned on by a person who comes to me and says, Hey, this is this is something I'm not gonna tolerate or these are this is how I mm-hmm. feel about this particular behavior. Now at first my feelings might be hurt if I feel like I'm in the wrong, but at the end of the day I'm gonna respect him for coming to me and saying, Hey, this is a behavior that I don't like. All right. And Buck, she mentioned her feelings being hurt. You know, a good guy is going to tell you the truth regardless of how it makes him look. He's going to tell you what you need to hear instead of what you want to hear. I mean, why is that important? Well, it's important to be honest. I mean, you don't want to be sitting up there fibbing and the, and the rascal looks bad. You know, you don't want to do that. You know, be, you know, you want to be up front because, I mean, if you're always saying nice things all the time and, you know, Bottom line is they know that they, you know, that it is, you know, they don't look as good as they think they do. I mean, accomplishments go a long way, but you want to be realistic too. Um, you know, because something could be, you know, something could be actually wrong and may need some attention. So it's just best just to be upfront. You know, you're not going to hurt, you know, if y'all are strong in your relationship, you're not going to really hurt each other's feelings. If anything, you're going to grow stronger, be strong together and, be a better better together as a unit you guys can purchase. Okay. And Ray, what's that good guy gonna do if he's strong in his conviction and she disagrees or if he tells her the truth doesn't like it? Hey man, I mean I think if you're dealing with the right woman, she can respect what you're saying. I mean, you don't have to be malicious or vulgar or whatever when you stating your point. But, you know, just like me, if I say no to something, my wife knows that I got strong feelings about it because I can always compromise on something. But if something is a complete no, okay, that means it's a very low percent chance that you're going to convince me to do otherwise. But... You know, it's, it's rare that I stick my foot in the sand and say something that I'm not going to do. You know, but you know, I think you just. I mean, have but to... what would you say? What would you say to a guy who's dating? He has come across a woman who 
is offended by the truth, what would you advise them to do? I would I would tell them to talk to her and let her know where exactly you coming from, you know, and when their feelings are hurt, you got to find out why are they feelings hurt? What did I say that was so offensive? See, I never believed in a lot of dancing and telling and trying to sell a woman a dream and all that kind of stuff. You tell me mm-hmm. it is. And she accept the way that it is, then you can get along. That's why a lot of people kind of take things the wrong way that I say because, oh, well, you know, you got your wife on here and all this and that. But the thing about it is, I can be a lot of things, but I'm not a liar. You know, and a lot of guys, they lie about things. Then you find out who they really are is somebody completely different than who they sold you they, they were. You know, they sold you on the dream. Only this, only that, and this thing, family man, and they do this and that and the other then you find out it's something completely different. No, it don't have to be. To me, you, you tell the truth, and sometimes feelings is going to get hurt. A woman's feelings are not the only ones that get hurt, or a, guy's, or a nice guy's feelings. A good guy's feelings can get hurt also. So, But if someone tells you the way that it is, you just have to respect what they're saying. And I would tell the guy, First, I would find out what kind of woman you're talking to. If you're talking to the kind of woman that y'all not compatible, y'all not going to get along anyway. Because some women, guys, deep, they always got to be putting up a front in order to get along with her. She's the kind of woman that if you take her shopping, she's going to hit your pockets for $2,000, you get you another woman. You know, because she don't appreciate what you're trying to do for her. A good girl saying, hey, you know, I'm, I've been wanting, you know, depends on where you are in the relationship, a month or two. I've been wanting this cologne, I mean, this perfume or something. Okay, you spend $90, $100 or something, and that's a nice gift. But a girl trying to run you down and take, hit you up and I want a pocketbook and, oh, this one nice too, can I get this one? Get you somebody else. See, when they know they got a nice guy, they know he's going to agree to all the bullshit, and he's never going to tell you the real shit. A good guy is not going for the bullshit, and he's going to tell you all the real shit. So it's going to come down to respect. The nice guy always look back and see how he's been used. And when the nice guy realizes he's been used, he doesn't feel good about himself, which hurts his confidence even more. Right, right. Great point. Okay. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number. And to the phone lines I go to the six oh one area code, the Mackinac State of Mississippi, to bring on the man dubbed as the Minister of Sexual Affairs. So let the Eminem. We're shaking, man. What's happening, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> hey, what's up, What's going on with you? What's going on? All right, we're wrapping, up the discussion on, <laughs> wrapping up the discussion on the difference between a nice guy and a good guy. And um, 
Let's see. Another thing about a characteristic about a good guy is that he's not the smothering type. He understands that his lady has to have a life and that he should as well. So he doesn't have to be up under her 24-7. Eminem, talk about what it, you know, how it is to, for a couple to each have their own life outside of being a couple. Well, I mean, it's, it's utmost important unless it's just one of them situations where, you know, the guy is pretty much an introvert and she's an introvert, so it's not a lot of anything any one of them does. I mean, you know, if, if that's the case, then I guess it's all right. But outside of that, you know, nah, man, hell nah. Nobody can't be, you know, holding your nuts 24-7, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, a man got to be a man, you know. And then, like I say, then um, uh, most of the time men can understand that, but then you got some guys that's, you know, um, I don't know, they – they always, I like, I got a real good friend. <laughs> I mean, like, we best of friends, but man, some of the shit he do, I don't understand. It's just like, you know, um, it's almost like a, instead of a relationship, it's almost like a, a mother-son type shit. It's almost like, you know, asking for permission without just actually doing it. You uh-huh. know, it just seems like everything is complicated and you know, and you know, if 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 I come visit him, you know, it's like he want to put her in the conversation, and she don't even really want to be. Just trying to just go like out the way to be like, oh, I want to make sure I don't. Nah, man, fuck all that shit. You know, you know, you know, like nah. I believe in you know, if if somebody's not on the same vibe with you, well, I mean, one monkey don't stop no show. You leave my ass at the house, you know. But see, he ain't do all that shit, you know, so. Um, but I think it's very important for everybody to, uh, you know, have their own, uh, space. And a lot of times people hear space, they thinking of shit like somebody's got a long distance between them or something, but nah, nah, nah. That's like, you know, you, you don't quit being you for nobody. You know, you, you, re, you respect other people's time, but you don't never quit being you. And if somebody don't understand that, well, you know, I, I guess it ain't gonna work or, or, or it'll just always be a bunch of conflict. Now, me personally, you know, conflict is welcome. I love conflict. You know, uh, like I say, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, a woman like a rubber band. I said it last show. You know, what I'm saying, I, I you try to stretch that shit to the limit. You know, but uh, you know, keep it interested. But uh, nah, but I, you know, just getting along with a woman all the time. Now, now, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with getting along because my parents got along great. I ain't never even really seen them argue at all, literally, you know. But uh, but I think some of that type of shit is just an anomaly where just people just happen to have so much in common that everything seemed to click well, you know. But uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, I, I like to get some, even though they was brother and sister, but I like to get some JJ and Thelma action going sometimes, you know, see where your head at. See what you really think. Because one thing about it, if, if a guy want to know what somebody think or vice versa, you push that right button, okay, whatever they, you thought they was thinking, that shit finna come up, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so you ain't got to get Yeah, yeah. So, like I say, like they say, truth hurts. But, you know, like, nah, nah, you, you, you always need to hear the truth. That's how you stay on your A game. But all these dudes that's, um, you know, 
kissing women's asses and shit like that. No, they don't respect that shit. Now I'm talking about kind of kind of going back to the nice guy stuff. I didn't get to comment on, but uh, yeah, that's what happens. You know, it's like the first time you say something she don't want to hear. Oh shit! If you in fear of her leaving, you would get mad. But I mean, that means she really ain't feeling your ass like that anyway. You know, I'm just like, look, man. Right. You know, whenever you get paid, you know, just break a chick off something. You know, you do your thing. Don't look back. Shit, fuck it. You know, don't sit up here and try to be. You see, one thing about being a simp, it's an art form. You know, a successful simp can't get simp. You know, more than what what is worth for him. You know, he get his, she get her, you know, she get the money, he get the pussy or whatever, be done with it. But these niggas that sit up here and, and uh, uh, I don't know if y'all remember that old movie, The Best Man or whatever, where they had the character where uh, it's the dude that used to be on eyes in the wheelchair. Anyway, the chick he was with yeah. was, like, just really overwhelming. I mean, just like, you know, but see, that's what I'm saying. See, that type of shit, a woman don't respect that anyway, you know. Uh, but if he was just like, well, you know, if you can't blend in with everybody else, I'm just going to leave your ass at the house. So you see a dude like that don't have the balls to do that type of shit, you know. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, a woman never respect a nice guy, ever, 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 you know, ever. I agree. I agree. Uh, nice right, guys so finish let's last. Go ahead and get ready to, to, <laughs> let's go ahead and get ready to, to, to wrap this up. And, uh, Willie, I ask you. You and Amanda both this question, but I'll let you go first. Um, how can women tell the difference between a nice guy and a good man? We've, bro- we've broken it down now. We realize that it's not just wordplay, that the words are important. So how do you think women could, can tell the difference? Well, one thing you could tell the difference is the level of um, self-respect that a man has. Okay. Um you can see that through his actions. You can tell, you know, like some of the things that we talked about, you see a man will do something because he really wants to do it, not because he's forced to do it, not because he thinks it's going to get him some points or get him, you know, some kind of prize. You know, in any good relationship, you know, it's the same thing. You know, women want to do things. You know, if I'm in a relationship, I want to do something for you. I'm not expecting anything back in return. If I'm interested in you, I'll, I'll, I'll do what I would want. I would just want to do whatever it is, whether it's cook or whatever it is, I would want to do it. That's how a man would, would should be able to see that she's not being a pushover. It's because she wants to do it. She's not asking you for anything in return. She just wants to do it. Right. So that's one thing I think that you could see that if a man, uh, a man who knows himself, he's not going to do what he doesn't want to do, okay? But when he does something, he does it because he wants to. And I think because, you know, we've, we've met a lot of people that are probably nice guys, right, that basically do it tit for tat. Okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get this in return. Uh, women tend to be suspect when they run into a good man who actually really just want to do something because they just want to do it for you. Okay. And that what you were saying about the arguing, I believe that too, you know, and I don't, I don't like to start arguments, but I also don't want to look away from something that will give be giving us an opportunity to get to know each other better and for real. 
And even if you don't, you're not trying to start an argument, but arguments are when you're going to learn the most about people. When something goes wrong, that's when you're going to learn the most, whether it's a friend, a family member, a lover, husband, whatever. If something goes down, that's when, you know, the masks come off. Okay? So I think that that's another way. Uh, maybe your first disagreement, if it gets a little hot, you're going to learn something. And you'll, you'll know where, where you pretty much stand, whether it's you're dealing with someone who's mature, who knows himself, and knows how to navigate through even a disagreement so you can get to a solution or not. You don't have to agree, you know. You know what I'm saying? It's just because you get into an argument, it doesn't have to be a winner, you know. All but right. you get to know where the other one stands. Now you have to decide whether you're going to be able to respect where the other one stands and navigate through and live through with that. Okay. All right. And Amanda, do you want anything to add as far as how a woman can recognize the difference between a nice guy and a good man? I mean, I agree with everything she just said. Um, I think that that's exactly the way it goes because I think it's that one of those first, you know, first serious argument you have and you see that, okay, this person is passionate about this. He's not just going to give in just because and sometimes you know even if you say hmm so far things have been smooth not to say that you want to create an argument but before you get too serious about somebody and you're you know off into planning the next 50 years of your life together you definitely want to know how they react under a stressful situation or under conflict in the relationship and the way they handle it I think it can tell you a lot about that person so um the fact that there's some type of disagreement and he's not just trying to compromise, he stands his ground, that will show you right there that he's a man that knows what he wants. He's serious about, you know, whatever particular issue it is. Um, He cares enough about you to be honest with you about it. And, you know, at that point you can try to compromise or you can respect how he feels about it and say, okay, this is, you know, I see this is something he's serious about. And he was honest with me about this and move forward from there. So I think all those things are definitely um, great points um, to tell the difference between a nice guy and a good man. Okay. Very good. Very good. Yeah, that argument will bring out the truth for everybody, won't it? Regardless of what Absolutely. it is. <laughs> Tastes great. Less filling. Tastes great. Less filling. <laughs> Everyone who laughed at that joke just showed their age. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not a millennial, huh? <laughs> right. That's that, right. That, that right. We'll get ready to wrap things up. Um, let's see. Don't forget that you can go over to talktoq.com for my emails and you'll be able to keep up with the next show, what's coming, when it's coming out, and what we're discussing. Of course, we're here every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Normally, I have a tweet chat that's going on with the show, but tonight, didn't want to do that. Kind of want to be more engaged with you all for this particular discussion. Um, Tomorrow, we have zone coverage, talking NFL training camps. So, we'll get into sports tomorrow, um, 9 p.m. Eastern. Touch on that Brona Garcia fight. And uh, next Tuesday... I'm wondering if I'm going to discuss 
I have two choices, I guess, that I'm kind of flirting with for topics. The the price of well, not the price, the um, worth of booty or black television and how it's disappearing. I don't know what I want to get into. Let's the see. Worth how much is booty? How much of booty? <laughs> no, how much is booty worth? I should say. Your booty. Oh, please, that booty. <laughs> I mean, because you all think what about kind it. What topic there's a, is that, cute? <laughs> I mean, think about it. Booty is. Is that disgusting. male booty too? All right, I can't speak on that. Booty is discussed <laughs> almost as much, if not more, than money these days. From either women trying to acquire a nice booty, from guys trying to. So you talking booty. about? Oh, you're talking about plastic surgery? I'm talking about plastic surgery. I'm talking about going to the gym. I'm talking about what you see on magazine covers, what you see on reality TV, what's being discussed in in songs. I mean, booty is talked about just as much as money. So, you know, how much is booty worth? Hmm. Hey, hey, Q, who who was our guest on? I'm I'm sorry, I didn't kiss kiss the beginning. Oh. Willis is joining us. Willis is joining us from Jacksonville, Florida. She's called before. I don't know if you spoke okay. with her or not. Oh no, okay. <laughs> so I think this is about That's her what third third or fourth time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So either that or we'll talk about um you know, over the past decade or so, it seems like when a a show that's written by um a black person is in its prime, it disappears. You know, Chappelle's show, he walked away. Um, Boondocks, even, you know, as controversial as it was, um, Aaron Magruder, he stepped away, even though it was still on, he stepped away while it was still on the air, actually. Um, Key and Peel, they decided to go on and do other things. And now, uh, for those who don't know, the Carmichael show is ending in two weeks um, after his third season. So, um, I have some just some questions about that as far as when it seems like a show that really focuses on stereotypes and racism and things of that nature gets in its groove. It seems like it disappears. But I don't know. We'll get into something. Yeah, too much, too much damn social media. Every motherfucker got opinions and shit, man. That's the problem, shit. You know, sometimes you got to have that prism mentality. Sometimes you got to have a prism (laughs) mentality. Like, you know, you know. Shit, you know, <laughs> whoever run the joint, that's who run it, literally. You know, so you don't want to be rolled up in no damn bunk bed. That's why we got to start to run our own joint. I agree wholeheartedly. Oprah Winfrey shouldn't let that show go down. She should be trying to raise up more blacks into levels that's equal to her so that we can have our own. You know, black people are the only ones who are not encapsulated from any of the foolishness that might be coming uh, in, in, in the near future. The Jews are isolated because they all got their own, their own economic uh-huh. system, okay? The, the Asians have their own economic system. The, in, the yeah. Hindus, the, all, everybody yeah. has their own economic system. You know what? For, I, I, I got to interject because you were you exactly right, but one big asterisk by it. Everybody else know exactly who the fuck they are we we have no identity and what happens is you know we kind of got like um and I'm not, i don't mean physical but 
we kind of got like a mutt mentality. You got like, uh, it's it's hard to unify because it's like factions in factions in factions in factions. So, um, other than police brutality, don't really shit unify us with nothing. But but what you're saying makes one hundred percent sense. You know, and I, I I actually agree with that. I think like that, but in reality, it's just like for the work for you know blacks in America, I should say, we too factioned. You know, it's not. It's hard to just unify for one cause like that, especially when it comes to That's social empowerment. I mean, uh, economic empowerment or something. Okay. You know, well, you know who this could be the the brothers of what was it the what is it brothers of Islam? What did they call you know Elijah Muhammad? Right, the Nation of Islam. They came the closest, aside from Black Wall Street, to getting that kind of unity. Yeah, but okay. see, that's the problem. Right, right. That's the problem well, in wait, itself. Wait, you can't wait, mix wait, religion. Wait, 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 wait. We can't discuss next week's show tonight. Y'all hang on to that. <laughs> well, hold on. We're we discussing tonight's show because what it was. You know what we're doing. We're she sounds like a very, 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 you know, knowledgeable and, you know, uh, right. nice and lady. So I was just and proving a point. I'm, I'm trying to see how mad, right. how, how, not how mad, but how passionate, so to speak, somebody can get. But we, we, we yeah, yeah. Great, I, I great preview from next week. We're trying, sure. to wet, we're trying to wet the whistle of everybody so they'll, Ooh, they'll show up next shit. week. Right? No doubt. No doubt. I get it. I get it. Yeah, we're trying to get it wet. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Booty. All right. So I don't know. Maybe it looks like I'll be leaning in that direction for next week, man. That we can get into that discussion. As far as uh, (laughs) (laughs) as far as uh, black television and some other things go, Uh, I got a got a quote that I need to add. That came in from Dr. Gilbert from the ATL. She was just quoting on tonight's topic, and she says, "Nice guys say what they think you want to hear, rather than saying what they really think." They also become what they think you want rather than being themselves. Good guys are genuine and honest with themselves and others. They also value the heart. Values and morals of others, um, I'm sorry, they also value the heart and morals of others and are not so focused on temporary things. So that's what she wanted to add to the mix, and I agree with her 100%. And uh, we'll go ahead and wrap things up and get into our final thoughts um, for tonight's show, and Buck, I'll start with you on final thoughts. Great show tonight. I mean, love all the feedback that you know while we were chopping it up. It's real, real good to have everybody on tonight. Um, you know, you have to, you know, be yourself. That's the main thing, and and have standards. You know, a lot of times people settle, and you know, you know what you like. Before you get in a relationship So why settle for something that you know That's not going to work right And so many of us in today's time Settle because maybe you're scared To be by yourself or whatever You got to you got to have You know you got to have your ducks in a row Before you get in a, in a relationship And a lot of people Just you know they half, they half Asking it 
And that's the reason why they shit not lasting or they be by themselves because they got issues. So if you know what you like and this person ain't compatible and you know that from the from the giddy up, you know, save yourself all the damn headache and just, you know, stick to your standards and make sure you communicate because we all know that's key. And, you know, relationships will last a little bit longer, but don't be don't be too nice. Stand your ground, too, because, you know, it's all right to compromise every once in a while, but sometimes you got to, you got to stand up for what you believe in. Don't just, just give in. You know, you get run over in the long run. So keep those things, in, you know, keep those things out there in the open and keep that in mind. Everything will be just fine. So everybody enjoy the rest of the week. Have a good evening. Okay. Thank you, sir. And let's see. Eminem, go ahead and give you two cents, man. Oh, man. Great show. Uh, Great hearing everybody on the shit, man. And uh, uh, the topic is just something that I just can't believe. And I got to call this brother out. I can't believe Mr. Solutions didn't call in, unless he did before I called in uh, on this. Uh, seemed like this would be a topic he would want to address and shit. Uh, but, um, uh, man, I, I just think that, you know, so many times uh, people are just so unequally yoked, you know, and that's the problem with a lot of nice guys. See, they like, you know, you know, like when people are out of your league, a lot of people don't understand that whole concept. You know what I'm saying? If you some damn, you know, super square and, you know, this chick is, you know, you know, speedballing dope and all this shit, man, and, you know, all you're doing is reading all day, I mean, that's going to kind of get interesting, you know. So, <laughs> you know, you kind of you kind of got to, you know, fear your way, so to speak. Like, you know, you know like, People don't just observe anything. You know, I, I see some of the oddest damn combinations of folks, man. And I'm not talking about, you know, race or culture. I'm just saying, like, you know, they behaviors and stuff to the point where you're like, how in the hell did they even meet? I don't know if y'all ever seen people like that, but it's just like, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but mostly shooting for something they can't have. So, see, you, you mean, you already know. What your limits are. I mean, you know, if the chick a gold digger, if you ain't got no damn gold, you fucked up from the start. You see what I'm saying? Now, if you got some gold, you got some something to trinkle over her head, too. You know, if you can play with the right way, you'll fuck up, you know. But uh, uh, <laughs> but most of the time, you know, and I, <laughs> I, I really, really hate to see people, you know, out of their league with stuff. Matter of fact, you know, I, I believe in, you know, male superiority, male dominance and shit like that. You know, a lot of times people think that's like, oh, my God, that's K-men thinking. No, it's not. You know, that's what women need in their life. That's what women want in their wife. So many women out here now have been deprived of being raised by a man. So when you get your hands on one, you got to raise her ass if necessary. You know what I'm saying? Including chastise. So that's why you can't agree with every goddamn thing they say. If you don't like the shit, tell them and tell them why. You know, now, if, if, if you know, then, you know, it depends on the situation. Now, somebody in, you know, suburban, you know, middle America or something like that might not can understand the shit. And I'm, I'm definitely not talking about nobody's, 
area, nothing like that. But if you in a damn ghetto or somewhere there's a bunch of ignorant people that rule south or something like that, yeah, you, it might come down to fighting. But sometimes you've got to stand your ground if you want to have any kind of reputation at all. You know, it's just like uh, uh, certain cultures. I, I seen, I heard some shit. Y'all might have heard it too. I think they was talking about on Michael Bazin or something, where more black women are killed in in relationships more than anybody else. But the thing is, some people don't have no limits. And I'm going to the nice guy. I'm bringing it all to a point. You know. They keep fucking with this man, calling him out his name, shit like that. And then when this dude finally grows some balls, he's enraged. And you should never let nobody get you enraged. You see what I'm saying? Because that means you are totally not compatible if uh, if a chick got you punching holes through walls and all that kind of shit. That means, you know, I said, no, you should have uh, held your ground on her ass way back. Because if she got you that mad, you might kill this motherfucker. Or vice versa. You know, so... um. But, you know, anybody listening out there, you know what I'm saying, if you want to make sure you headed the right direction, you know what I'm saying, you know, the the, 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 the strong opinions about something, that's unnecessary. But at the same time, make sure you buy plenty of rubbers because, uh, man, that's how probably 80% of births occur, you know. You know, that makeup sex is a motherfucker. Because, matter of fact, a woman's, her, uh, what you call it, uh, I'm trying to use some some scientific words so so it won't offend people in Radio Land. They uh, you know, the, the okay, the shit that make them horny. I, how, what is that? Electrodes or something? I don't know. Fuck it. But uh, oh, that shit is, uh, their brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing is cool. Yeah, they 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 at a high peak. So it's like, man, I'm talking about it's almost like a, uh, well, I, I know fucking B- B- uh, and Q for me what I'm talking about. It's almost like in the summertime when somebody got a, a damn plum tree and the shit so ripe it's blue. As soon as you touch that motherfucker, it just kind of split. It busts. You know what I'm saying? When you get that motherfucker to that point. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> you better have a goddamn rubber. How did you get? Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. How the hell did you get? Stay your ground. To to just just bust it. Just go ahead. That's another show. No, no, because what what happens is once she realizes, once she realizes that she can't break this dude, and don't let him be pretty. Oh man, a pretty girl or a pretty woman can't handle somebody not kissing their ass. That turns them on like a motherfucker. I'm talking about, man, you mess around and choke, man, shit. Like right now, you know, when she married now, but if somebody would have, shit, damn near choke Beyonce or something like that, man, that motherfucker probably be like a, shit, man, that's probably the hottest she ever been in her life. Because, you know, I know women get tired of dudes kissing their ass all the time, you know. And don't get me wrong now, I'm a straight man, so when I was single, hey, I'm straight as it get, but at the same time, I'm not going to, being, I'm not going to lose my manhood for nobody. You know, like if, if a woman say, hey, would you let some chick hit you with a deal, though? Like, hell the fuck no. Fuck you. I don't give a shit who you is. You know, you know, or, <laughs> you know, some shit, you know, it's, it's like Buck said, standards, man. It's some shit you got to watch, cause. But when you finally put your foot down, and you finally put your foot down, and you go 
tit for tat. I'm talking about you start arguing at 6 p.m., and next thing you know, you look at the clock at 2.30, I say, God damn it. You know, you better hope some some little gas station open something like that because you, you're going to have some youngins here you don't want quick. <laughs> that motherfucker going to be right. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying that that's your foreplay? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't just say that, but you know. You know. <laughs> oh, oh man. Okay. It's, it's so much easier. And then, like I say, when when you always like to have the upper hand, see, you know. You know, I, 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 you know, I'm like, you know, some people just go all out the way, you know, the rose petals and all that. I said, nah, man, you can speed all this shit up. Get this bitch some Hennessy and start fucking with her. Get her mad. You know, it'll make up for all that. But uh, um, I prefer Canadian bitch, by the way. But um, so you're uh, gonna the... be on the Valentine's Day show, right? <laughs> oh yeah, never miss an episode. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, I, I I know my my time running out. But and then the second point I want to make is, you know, why in the hell somebody want to be a nice person and get rolled over when all they have to do is, with all these this stuff not passing through Congress, they push thirteen thirteen through. That'll solve all this. Matter of fact, we won't even be talking about the nice guy, good guy stuff because. There will be no mismatched people. See what I'm saying? It's that ultimate filter. You know, you got all the hoes and johns on one side, and then you got all the the people who kind of want to be in relationships on the other. You know, it's a perfect it's a perfect marriage. You know, yin and yang for real. You know, you know, yo yin right. for my yang. No, 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 my yin for your yang. That's right. Cause yang got to rhyme with thing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And yin rhyme with pen and pen is erect. So yeah, that's that's how that's how I break that down. Yin and yang. <laughs> I heard him number. I appreciate it. Oh boy, I lost two pounds. Yeah. Okay, uh, Amanda, you have the unfortunate pleasure of going behind Eminem. I hate when you do that to me. After that nine minute soliloquy of Eminem, I have to come in. I know, right? <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen like that. All right, so I'm not even gonna comment on that whole topic because clearly he has it under control. But <laughs> I would not gonna comment on argument for play. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I did see something. I was um, scrolling through Facebook. And Q, I have to say, you're, you must be a psychic. I just want to read this quick little piece of this article to you real quick. Um, okay. It's from uh, Black Voices. It says, Amazon is developing an alternate history show called Black America. Created by Will Packer, the show will imagine a world where black people control the South. Will Packer, the, the man behind the hit comedy Girls Trip, is bringing a new show to Amazon that might give HBO a run for its money. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Packer is teaming up with Boondocks creator Aaron Magruder on Black America, a drama wow. set in an alternate history in which freed African-American slaves have been given control of Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama as reparations following the Civil War. Uh, hey, it says, in present... <laughs> It says, set in the present day, the show will imagine a sovereign African-American nation called New Colonia, rapidly emerging as one of the new leading 
industrialized nations in the world. So I just thought that was crazy that we were talking about different ideas, and that's actually something that may be in the works with Amazon to kind of compete Isn't with uh, or be in the same tip of uh, of the show Confederate, but kind of a different spin. So, right. And and yeah. I mentioned Aaron Magruder just a few minutes ago. Exactly. Right. That's that's what got me. I was like, I got to read that oh, too. Man. So, so I got to go back and listen to all the numbers that were mentioned on this show and go play the Powerball. Yeah, I was about to well. say, you need to go to, you need to, go to the boat tonight. <laughs> But it was a great show. You know, I really enjoyed the uh, the topic regarding um, when we talked about the show Confederate that's coming out. And to see this uh, this other show that Amazon may be putting out will be cool. And regarding the good guy, uh, the nice guy, good man, or good guy situation, I think that, you know, it just takes time to get to know somebody, see what they're really about, see if their motives are uh, genuine, authentic, like I think Buck said or Ray, I can't remember who said that, but as far as their uh, their motives being authentic, them being true to themselves, and them telling you the truth versus what you want to hear, um, I think that's really the key to it. And, you know, I uh, hope everybody has a great rest of the week, and I hope to talk to you all soon. All right. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure having you on. And Ray... Yeah, um, it's a great show tonight. I mean, good guys versus nice guys. I mean, we always going to talk about the nice guy because nobody really respects the nice guy because the nice guy just wants to get along. Sometimes you just can't get along. You have to stay in your ground, and a lot of nice guys don't understand that. And some I've seen nice guys, you know, on up until the old age. And they still didn't understand that. And, you know, they usually end up doing what other people want to do. And they've been compromising their whole life, whether it's their wife, their kids, where they want to live, what kind of car they want to drive, or whatever. They compromise. And they don't know anything else but compromise. Like, you can ask a guy a question and say, you know, hey, whatever, whatever she likes, I'm all right with it. As long as she happy, I'm happy and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. When a guy, right. When a guy uh, saying that, that <laughs> yeah, you know, when, when a guy saying that, he's already been defeated. And there's nothing worse than a guy that's been defeated because she know he can never come back to being a man. There's always going to be a situation to where, He's an adult child where he's an adult. Of course, he do something. They're going to lock him up just like they do an adult. But when he comes home, he's basically under the same structure as the kids are. You know, you got to ask me before you do something. Uh, I got to give you permission to do it. Um, You know, you got to turn over all your money or whatever the case is and Stuff like that versus a good guy. A good guy, I like how y'all describe a good guy tonight because a good guy is, is somebody that, you know, handles his business, who stands firm on what he believes and right. tries to do the right thing. And I think that I never really thought about the distinction like that until I heard it here tonight. But, you know, I think any man 
if you call yourself a man, you have to have your own opinion. Now, you can have compromise on your opinion because nobody should be bullheaded and stubborn. But for you not to have your own opinion is is bad. And when a woman recognizes that, she doesn't respect you. So I think it was a good show. It was a good topic. And hopefully we hope and we help somebody out there who needs to stand up for themselves. Every time you stand up for yourself, it doesn't need to be a fight, but you <laughs> gotta let the person know that you don't mind fighting if you have to. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So if it comes down to an argument, that's what it's gotta be <laughs> in order for you to understand where the person is coming from. All right. And you know, I give me them say that gas station better be open. Uh-huh. Man, we need, man, Fred, Fred should have called in tonight, too. He don't never call in no more. I remember he probably could have used these, some of these topics, man. At least yeah, he did yeah. a couple of years ago. He probably better now. You remember him, Ray? <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of who was from. I think he was from California. From Cali. He was, yeah, he's from California. Yeah, he was a very, oh, very nice-sounding oh, oh. guy. Real nice-sounding oh, guy. Oh, okay. I think I know who you're talking, talking about. He was just like, you know, he was just like putty in, in, in your hands kind of Yeah. Guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all right to be a good guy. So, like, you can take uh, good guys and they can be a preacher or they can be a, a man of, of, of the cloth or whatever the case may be. But if you rub them the wrong way, you're going to find out that it's going to go left real quick. So, I mean, yeah. It, it was just an interesting topic. I appreciate it, you know, everybody's opinion. And, you know, I'll try to catch one of these other shows because, you know, it's, it's interesting to hear people's opinion. I miss that. And uh, everybody have a good night. All right. Thank you, sir. And, well, at least you give us the honor of shutting it down for us. All right, I'm going to keep it nice and short. Um, first of all, I'm glad to be, I met some new people tonight on the show, so I'm glad that I got to meet you guys. I had a really good time on the show. Thanks okay, to you nice for inviting to you me too, again. <laughs> but what I want to say, I'm going to keep it short and sweet, is I think that as far as relationships go, people need to, men and women, need to stop trying to keep up with the Joneses, okay? you got to know what you want. If what so-and-so wants or what so-and-so has isn't exactly what you, what's going to be good for you. Likewise, you might be looking at the Jones over there, and they look like people have a weird way of making things look like it's heaven, okay? Like the grass is always greener on the other side, and it's not. So worry about what's important to you, know yourself, be true to yourself, and that way you'll be bringing something to the table that's really worth working with for, with somebody else. And that's how you can be a good woman or you can be a good man to meet another good person. That's what I got to say. Okay. Good stuff, good stuff. And I appreciate that, and um, appreciate you joining the show legends in the mix tonight.
Some of you may recognize Willie's from the T2Q group. She's a huge contributor in there. Uh, if not, if you, you know, be sure to check her out, and because uh, she has some very interesting things that she posts on her timeline on Facebook as well. So, but uh, yeah, Jacksonville, Florida, with a pretty smile. Thanks for joining the show. <laughs> Thank you. No for <laughs> now was I being nice or was I being good? Okay, so but uh I appreciate you all contributing to the show tonight. I had a great time discussing this with you. Like I said, this show's a little bit different. Uh not as many direct questions as I normally ask, but uh I just wanted to kind of have more of a discussion this evening and get you all's opinion and I'm glad as many as you contributed as you did. Uh so thanks for that. And like I say, I'll have a topic for next week, but it looks like I'll be leaning towards black television and maybe some other type of angle towards it. And now I have to uh go check out this show that uh Amanda's talking about for Amazon and read up on it. See where I can figure out and um that might be part of the discussion as well. So Hey, quick Q, okay. real quick question, man. Yeah. Um <laughs> do you think that I this is me. Does the guy that played Luke Cage look like he could be like Tony Yarber's brother or something? Kinda <laughs> <laughs> Uh for those not familiar, Tony Yarber is the former mayor of Jackson, Mississippi. And uh they do look like they could be related. <laughs> He's he's a lot more buff. Oh no no yeah, Luke Cage that guy, guy guy yeah he's he's way bigger than Tony but but you know um but yeah they do look like they could be related like you know like Luke Cage if he ate Tony Yarber yeah they would look alike. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he always trying to throw me off or something, man. <laughs> Ask me if the mayor looks like Luke Cage. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Uh, go to com. sign up for my email newsletter, uh, learn more about the show legends, upcoming shows. You can also find previous shows in my archives, or you can go to iTunes. If you haven't checked me out on iTunes, go there and leave a review. Um, if you haven't done so yet, just search for me on iTunes, leave a review. That'd be very nice. Help me have a little re- exposure. Give me a rating. Be honest, you know. If you don't want to give me, you know, a maximum score, then you know that's fine. <laughs> you know, it may hurt my feelings a little bit, but it'll make me work harder. So, <laughs> but everyone have a great night. And we'll check you out tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern, for Zone coverage. And next Tuesday, we'll be back here to discuss the next topic. And hopefully, Crystal will be back to join us to get crystallized as well. So, everyone, take care. Again, talktoq.com. Follow me on Twitter at talktoq. And that's talk, the number two, Q. Peace out. See you next time. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World?
almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live.